0: My name is Andrew and this is the Who Dat Discussion, a New Orleans Saints podcast where we talk about All Saints news, opinions, and reactions. So this week the Saints are in the playoffs and they will be playing a playoff game on Sunday and look I just can't wait for it. I know All Saints fans can't wait for it and I think we should just get right into it this week. Saints, Eagles, we're going to start with our notes as always. And go to our storylines and then finish with our group by group preview. We also have some who that nation fan questions, which I can't wait to answer as well. I mean, look, I think all saints fans, all Eagles fans for that matter. And then also all the saints players, they're getting ready for this game. And you know, um, everyone's really hyped for it. A lot of back and forth between the fan bases, but look to me, the Eagles are going to come in confident because they just want to play off game as they should. Um, And I think that's the first thing. Saints are going to come in confident because they earned by. Both should come in confident. Both are going to probably play their best games, and they're going to put their best foot forward. It's the playoffs. You don't really have much clunkers in the playoffs. Obviously, time to time, some teams do. But I do not think that this Saints team will do that. I mean, just today, Sean Payton came into the locker room. It's actually pretty recent. You know, as I am recording this podcast, it came out, and Sean Payton went into the Saints locker room carrying... The Super Bowl Lombardi trophy and then $225,000 beneath it, which is the player's bonus if they win the Super Bowl. And that's just extra motivation. And you get to see it in the locker room and maybe you just get to see, see the trophy in person for the first time and then you just want it. And he said the Saints have to win three bleeping games and that's all you need to do. You, you win three straight games here and you're Super Bowl champions. But the three teams that you're going to face are probably going to be the hardest test that you're going to have all year. And that's every year in the playoffs. It wasn't 9 maybe not so much for the first game against the Cardinals, but the Vikings were a tough test, and the Colts were a tough test back then. And I think that even this road that we're looking to take, and it looks like we're going to take if we're going to get to the Super Bowl, it's going to be very similar to that road, starting off with the NFC champion Eagles. And look, just like in 2009, we were playing the NFC champs. Back then, it was the Cardinals. So... Look, we're just going to start with some notes. First, the Saints, they are 2-3 under Sean Payton in divisional round games. The two wins came at home in 9 and 6 They actually started 2-0, and then we have lost three um, games since then in the divisional round. All three have been on the road. So I think that's the one consistent thing here. The Saints have been able to win divisional games at home, and they've been losing them on the road. So this one's home. So look, by that... Uh, measure. It's looking good for the Saints. Also, the Saints are 2 0 after a bye week under Sean Payton. They won in 06 against Philly and also in 09 against the Cardinals. This would be the third time the Saints will do that. And look, I think it definitely matters. I mean, you got to look at that. And after a bye, Sean Payton is lethal. He's since 2009, excuse me, he's 9 and 1 after a bye week. He's going to try to get that into double digits and only eleven tries. I mean look, that's really hard to do after a bye week. That much success. It's gonna they're gonna Saints are gonna come out and they're gonna play well. Um Sean Payton knows how to prepare a team in a bye week and coming out of a bye week and it's one of his main strengths as a coach is coming out of the bye week being very good. At first wasn't that way. He had a very shaky start in two thousand six, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, but then after that the Saints put it in gear and did a really good job um during a bye week to get ready for the next game and, you know, for whatever it is that Sean Payton does, it's seeming to work there also that the saints beat the eagles um early in the season obviously they beat in week 11 48 to 7 and i think this poses a very you know good question is that can the eagles win this game they would have to close the gap of 41 points from the first game and i know the eagles completely different team and that's what everyone's gonna say and i completely agree with you eagles very different team. They've been able to do a lot of different things. On offense, they've been uh, showing different personnels. On defense, completely different team. They've been able to get pressure. The back end, obviously, is shaky. We'll get into that later. But I feel that right now, the Eagles, to get a 41-point gap closed, it's going to be extremely difficult for them. Um, they haven't really changed much on their team. Nothing has really changed that much besides them getting Nick Foles, which, I mean, look, people are going to say he's better than Carson Wentz. He's playing... Not as good as he did last year, in my opinion. Um, He missed a lot of throws against the Bears, turned the ball over. Look, they shouldn't have won that game. I mean, Cody Park, he misses a chip shot field goal, got blocked, whatever it is. You got to make that field goal. If it, Excuse me. If they make that field goal, they're going to win the game, uh, the Bears. And then the Saints are playing Dallas right now. Now, those lucky plays, usually the game after, they're not so lucky, these teams. Um, When you go back last year, um, the Minnesota Miracle, what did the Vikings do? They lost what 38 to 7 against Philadelphia when you know they're coming off their miracle. On um, the Seahawks, when they had their miracle, when Blair Walsh missed the chip shot like in the 20 yard field goal, they lost their next game. So, usually teams coming from a miracle, they don't win the next one. Um, even when when the um the Cardinals when they played the Saints in 09, they were coming off of like uh it was like a 52 46 thriller. Usually those teams, you're just gassed out after those games, and it's really hard to win and keep that momentum high. And I think that could be the same for Philly. So I think that's really big as well. Also, the Eagles are 4-1 and in their last five games. They've won four straight. And look, to me, you got to look at that and say, look, they're going to have momentum. Um, I think the Saints also have momentum in this game. And I really think that the Eagles... What they're going to try to do is they're going to try to ride Nick Foles, ride his upswing right now, and see how far it goes. I think that's what they're going to try to do here in this game. They're probably going to let Nick Foles throw a lot of balls, run his read option, throw deep balls. Um, and he's going and to. They're, and they're going to try to get him on those first, because he's really good on his first option, second option. And then after that, once he has to look through his progressions, then it gets a little dicey for him. So they're going to try to give him a lot of nice um, first, second reads. And then after that, if the Saints can get to him, then that's where the Saints are gonna succeed here. So also our final note is that the Saints are the only um team to beat Nick Foles in the playoffs. I just want to say that back in 2013 at Nick Foles' home stadium in Philly, the Saints did beat him. So look if the Saints would able to be able to, excuse me, beat him this week. It's obviously the only team to beat him is the Saints, and it would happen twice. Maybe the Saints would have Crack the code on Nick Foles, and maybe no one even knows it. So I think that's a very interesting note there. So on to our playoff edition of our storylines. So we're just going to go through our three storylines, as we always do. So our first storyline is, will Nick Foles continue his magic, or will the scenes be able to stop him, contain him? So to me, I don't think that Nick Foles will continue his, I guess, Foles magic, whatever you want to call it. Because to me, look, you looked at last week, he did not play well. And as much as you want to say the new monsters of the Midway, Bears, whatever it is, he was not that good. When you just look at it, he was just, he was missing wide open throws, not wide open throws, but clear pocket and the easy reads in front of him. And he completely missed it. Throwing balls over people's heads, throwing picks. And even in week 17 against the Redskins, he had a really good game against the Texans. Um, a couple of good games before that. But to me, when you're looking at these last two games of Nick Foles, nothing special um no more than a game manager as much as I want to say he did make some huge throws very up and down QB but when you put the pluses you put the minuses there it's been about average maybe not game manager because he takes a lot of chances but when you look at it maybe it's an effect of a game manager because it's really just a net zero because he throws his picks makes his big plays and the Eagles didn't win because of Nick Foles last week as much as you want to say he drove down won the game for him and I think that's very important because look Nick Foles he's he was very good under pressure, clutch, clutch player. He went down the field, scored a touchdown, which was to seem like throw after throw, really good throws by him. But then he had the picks in the beginning of the game. They were able to stop him. The Bears were able to stop him for most of the games. And basically, he was a non-factor until that final drive or the drive before that where they scored the touchdown. So really until the fourth quarter, almost a non-factor for him. The Eagles' defense, they their strengths played right into the – Bears weaknesses and they were able to win a lot of matchups you know the Eagles defense and they completely shut down the Bears now will they be able to do that against the Saints completely different offense I don't think so but the Eagles won that game because their defense and that's why I was really tempted to pick them I did say watch out for the Eagles last week on my episode last week and to me it's just playing that way that maybe the Eagles be able to pull off the upset and it was true but to me Foles if he would need to continue his magic um, he would have to show something new, and if he's able to do that, maybe he's better. You know, off his first second reads, because to me, I'll go over how to stop him, and I feel like once he gets after his second read, he's just not the same QB. Um, he can't really read after that. Can't he? Doesn't really make that many plays outside the pocket, stuff like that. So if you're able to stop the first two reads, you know, against Drew Brees, Drew Brees always looking down the field, looking third read, fourth read, fifth read even. And that's what all his preparation's about. You know, you see him before games, he throws the ball, and then he's still going through all his progressions after he throws his, you know, the practice warm-ups. That just shows that he's definitely looking at all, through all his progressions to get the wide open man. I don't think Nick Foles does the same thing. I think he looks at, you know, first read, second read, and then makes his throws. After that, he gets flustered, and you can make plays on him. Um, You don't really have to play, you know, to Nick Foles. Like, with your defense, you're not going to scheme for Nick Foles. You're going to scheme for the whole philly offense and that's why i think to stop nick Foles, contain him you got to play zone and i think the saints probably will do that um you're probably going to give them the little throws but you're not going to give up those first two reads you know once you get back in zone then you have you know especially with the quick slants stuff like that the zones will be able to stop that and then if you're able to get pressure that even mounts it even more and i think that the saints with zone especially if it works in the beginning of the game as the game progresses, they will start putting more and more pressure on Nick Foles and they'll be successful. I think that's how the Saints would win this game. I don't think you play man to man because then they'll beat you on the slant routes, some deep plays, you know, they'll be able to exploit. But if the Saints, they just play zone. Um and, and that's when they've been not maybe not at their best, but you could put man concepts in there, especially back with Lattimore on Jeffrey and Apple if he goes against Agler. I'm fine with those matchups. If if you want to play man on the outside, but I feel like in the middle of the field, you know, with their two tight ends. Golden Tate, I think that's where they're most dangerous. Um, I think you got to play zone there. I think it's especially how good our linebackers are playing. Von Bell's playing, who's really our cover safety at this point. I think it's in our best interest to play zone. And then make Nick Foles beat us on the third, fourth reads. And if the Saints can't, if, and then after that, the Saints will be able to get pressure on him after the second read. Usually you can bring down the QB. And I think the Saints could be successful there. Um, look at the, you got to give it to their offensive line who has kept Nick Foles completely clean, but the Eagles do play a different style of offense than we do. Um, look, they're also a better defense. So to me, the Eagles, when you look at it, um, they, last week they got stopped by a really good defense. And I think the saints could emulate, maybe not emulate them, but I think they can put a similar performance out. Maybe it's not 16 points. Maybe it's like 20 points. And I think the saints would win the game easily if it's only 20 points, um, or 17 points or whatever it is. But I think the Saints will have a lot of success. The Eagles, look, when you look at it, they scored 24 against the Redskins and then only 16 against the Bears, both on the road. So now another road game. We'll see what happens there. But to me, I don't think this Nick Foles magic continues. So on to our next storyline. And that's who wins the line of scrimmage, which on defense and offense. So to me, when you look at it, you got to look at the Eagles um, offensive line. We're going to start with, um, the Saints on defense, and we'll go over to the Saints on offense. So when you look at um their line, their offensive line versus our defensive line, look, Jason Peters, all pro, maybe future Hall of Famer. Lane Johnson, all pro, could be a huge future Hall of Famer. Jason Kelsey, really good sen- center. Brandon Brooks, good guard. These guys are going to show up um, by pro football focus at the end of Week 17. They're ranked the fifth best O-line. I, th- I think we were the eighth or ninth. But that w- wasn't with, you know, Armstead fully in. So it was just a rating, overall rating. So to me, I think that the Eagles, very similar line to the Saints' O-line. But when you're looking at, compared to the Saints' D-line, I think that the Saints could have success here, um, especially up the middle with Sheldon Rankins. Um, as much as the Eagles, they were able to stop Akeem Hicks, who's maybe, he's better than Sheldon Rankins probably. And then you're looking at Mac, who's better than Cam Jordan, better players. Where can the Saints get better there and do differently than what the Bears did because they weren't able to get Nick Foles. And to me, I think Sheldon Rankins will be able to have some success um, there because I think he's a little, as much as um, Hakeem Hicks, amazing player, but he wins a lot of physical battles. I think also Rankins, he has a couple more moves, which will help him the swim moves, stuff like that, when Hakeem Hicks is a very um, physical player. And also I think what's really going to help the Saints is Marcus Davenport. Maybe you won't see a three-sack game from Cam Jordan or a two-sack game from Cam Jordan. But he's going to take the double teams. And then you have one-on-one with Marcus Davenport or Alex Okafor. And I think those players will will be able to get the pressure on um, Nick Foles. I think Davenport's going to have his coming out party in this game. To me, I think he's going to have more than one sack. And I think it's going to, as much as Lane Johnson, amazing tackle. When you look at Davenport's physical abilities, put on -on one-on-one, he's going to win, especially on third, second down, all pass situations. He's going to win at least once a game, I think. And if the injury didn't stop him, hinder him, he's still trying to get back for Foley. I don't think that he would have like five, five and a half sacks, four and a half sacks, however, how many sacks he had. I just think he would have eight or nine because that that was the way he was playing. He was really coming into his own. And I think that will continue in the playoffs, even though it was like six, seven weeks ago. I think that he'll be able to come up, make a sack or two. And I think he may be the difference here. Don't, I still think, don't count out Cam Jordan um, getting a couple sacks. I think he can get a sack maybe... Two, I think he's really good in the running game. Could get a couple of tackles for loss there. And I think um, David Onyamata really came to his own as well. He got three sacks against Dallas. And ever since then, he's been money. Maybe he can get a couple, um, maybe one sack. maybe However it is, get pressure on Nick Foles up the middle. Because that's going to be the difference there. And I think it's going to be really important. But I do think that the Saints D-line is really, really good. Especially against the run, which is going to help them. I think they're going to be able to win the Fiscalian on the run. I don't think the Eagles will be able to run the ball much just like every opponent of the Saints all year, especially against the Eagles, not having, you know, a great running back, who is their best running back, especially their, you know, running back. Obviously, their receiving running back is going to be Darren Sproles, but who? Josh Adams, Wendell Smallwood. These guys aren't, you know, world beaters by any mean. And I think that the Saints will be able to have a lot of success there. I think they're going to have their times against pressure, but you can't have no pressure. And that's where the Saints um, got wrong and they did wrong against the Steelers. They didn't get any pressure. And they were... um they couldn't get pressure until the end of the game until they had a blitz a lot and it was successful. So maybe you got to blitz a, a little too, especially when you're in that zone. You could blitz. So to me, I think that they're going to get to the quarterback sometimes. I don't think it's they're going to be on the quarterback's you know throat every you know play. Get a couple of sacks, three sacks maybe. That would be a really good day. Three, four sacks and that would be really good. Stop the run. But I really don't think it's getting sacks on foals. So if you get a little pressure on them to force him into either throwing a bad throw to his first or second read that's covered or to throw a ball maybe that he wasn't supposed to to his other reads and stuff like that because he's not good throwing. Once he has to go through his progressions, he's just not good. So I think if we just get a little pressure on him, it'll be enough and we can win the line of scrimmage. And I think if we can get a push there, I think we're gonna be able to get a push in the running game. And if we can just get push in the passing game, which I think is up for question, if we can do that, I think it'll be a huge point if the to the Saints victory. And I think it's very vital there. When you go on the flip side, I really do think that the Saints' offensive line should be healthy. When you're looking at the injury report, there was no Saints on the list, or they were at least in um, limited, um, so that's really good there. Um, if the Saints are fully healthy on the line, I don't think this, this um, D-line gets them as much as they were getting pressure. Michael Bennett, when you're looking at it, he's obviously very, very good player. Fletcher Cox, Heloni Nada, Brandon Graham. These are good players, really, really good players, but I just don't think that against... This O-line, fully healthy, it won't get to Breeze a lot, just like in the first game, and they didn't even have Armstead. And as much as you want to say that, look, it was just because the Eagles had a bad game, yada, 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 they got physically outmatched by a lot. So for, this, for the Saints to now get outmatched by the Eagles, to me, that's just far-fetched. So as much as you want to say it's a new team, new everything, which it is, and I think you got to prepare um like they are a new team. But to me you got to, again, going back to the gap they have to fill, and that's also going to be in the physicality because I think the Saints, they're going to come out and play physical. They're going to bring the wood as you know they did in 2009 when they brought out the bat. Um, They're going to have that same mentality now. So will the Eagles be ready? I think they will be ready, but I just don't think that these players, number one, they're a little older. Michael Bennett a little older. Haloni Nada older. Fletcher Cox, older. Will they be able to, especially after a long season with a lot of injuries, will they be able to withstand play to the same physicality as the Saints? And that would be, you have to be seen. Um, but I will. I do think that the Saints will be able to throw at Drew Brees at will. And I think, because as much as the Saints, first of all, they've been against the Against the, past, the Eagles have been awful. And I think the Saints will be able to throw at will in this game. That's what I think. And like, they gave up over 300 yards passing to Mitchell Trubisky, a second-year player in his first playoff game. What are they going to do to um, Drew Brees, who's shown in the playoffs, he's going to come to play. As much as maybe you, you don't want to say, that maybe some Eagles fans are going to say the Saints won't come up to play. Uh, Drew Brees, excuse me, will come up to play, as, as I think the rest of the Saints team. Drew Brees in the playoffs has been good every game he's played in his career with the Saints, um, especially since the 2009 Super Bowl. So to me, I just think that the Eagles, on especially, they won't be able to get enough pressure to help that back end. And running the ball, I think Alvin Kamara is going to have success. And I think Mark Ingram will have some success running the ball. may not show in the stat line, but if he's able to get against those stacked boxes, three, four yards, maybe even five yards, the Saints will be really in business, and I don't think there's any way of stopping him. I think the Saints will be able to use Kamara the right way, especially out of the backfield, especially if the Saints had a couple of deep balls, and then that opens up um, the one-on-one matchups with Kamara and you know, Malcolm Jenkins, whatever it is, and I think the Saints will be able to win it there. So... Onto our final storyline, and it was kind of a nice segue into this final storyline, is how will the Saints passing attack do against a lackluster um, Eagles secondary right now? And I think it's going to do really, really good. When you look at it, they have their top two corners on IR, Ronald Darby, Jalen Mills. And after that, you're looking at it, they're going to have their third, fourth, and fifth corners. And Sidney Jones is questionable. Didn't play the last couple games, so maybe he won't even play a couple games. He hasn't really played since their whole run. So, to me, look they've won games without Sidney Jones. I don't think they even need Sidney Jones, but when you're looking at Rasul Douglas and Avante Maddox. Those players against Michael Thomas, Ted Ginn, these n- name players that you know NFL fans know, it's going to be very hard for them to stop them. They're going to have to put Malcolm Jenkins, Corey Graham on the other side to help with Mike Thomas. And it's going to leave a lot of one-on-one matchups with Draquan Smith and Ted Ginn. And I think they will be able to win them. And then once they win a couple, then you can't play double team on Mike Thomas. They're going to come off of him and then, Michael will open up Michael Thomas a ton. And I think that's going to really help the Saints there. And I think they're going to be able to throw at will in this game. And I think the screen game will maybe come back, I think, as well. Um, Watch out for that. And then I think what the Saints also could be really successful in is the way that not only the screens, but the way that they can do their short passing. It's been working all year. And I think that will continue if you hit a couple of deep throws. And I think you'll be able to get, you know, because again in that last game against Pittsburgh, it wasn't really the deep ball. It was those, looks like I'm going deep, out route. And I think that will continue. And I think that will be really big for the Saints as well. As the Saints, when they were doing really good, and even when they you know, weren't, they're still moving the ball, the ball down the field. They just had turnovers and mistakes. I think that will get ironed out. There will be no mistakes, no penalties, no turnovers. And the Saints are going to really march down the field at will against this Eagles defense. And I think they'll be able to score a lot of points in this one. And that's just what I think about this offense there so that will wrap up our storyline segment and now to our group by group preview of the saints eagles matchup so for me we'll start with qb then we'll go to skill positions o-line d-line linebackers cornerbacks and then special team and coaching so to me starting back up at the quarterback i think the saints have a clear edge here i don't want to hear um nick Foles this nick Foles that i just don't think that it's going to be better than drew brees And I think that's a valid um, thing to say. I mean, even if Eagles fans, maybe they're watching this, you know, in the bottom of your heart, Drew Brees is much better than Nick Foles. And Nick Foles hasn't played that good lately. So when you look at him, he's making making mistakes, which he really didn't last year in the playoff run. He was not making any mistakes. Uh, The Vikings game, no mistakes. Patriots game, no mistakes. Really against the Falcons, which is more of a grinded out game. That was no mistakes either. And now he's been able, he's been throwing picks, making mistakes there. Um, And Drew Brees... He's been an amazing playoff quarterback, and I know he doesn't have this amazing record in the playoffs, but the defense has time and time again in the past let him down, and I don't think that that will continue this year. And I think he's going to come out and play really solid, and this MVP candidate is going to play an amazing game, MVP-type game, and I think it will be really big for the Saints there. On to our next group, and that's the skill position group. And to me, when you're looking at it, I just think that the Saints are superior to the Eagles there. Now, first, the Eagles, they do have some good wide receivers. They have um, Golden Tate, Alshon Jeffrey, um, Nelson Aguilar, Jordan Matthews. These are good players. They are. They're good, solid receivers, but they're running backs. They got no no depth there. When your best running back is an old Darren Sproles, that's just not that good there. And the Saints, with Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara, that's hugely um, more impactful than the what the eagles have and i think especially at the backfield and i think kamar is much better than an you know, old darren Sproles out of the backfield running the ball against stacked boxes the saints definitely have the edge there and i think that michael thomas is the best receiver out of all all of these receivers on both teams i think Ted Ginn, he's not i think an all sean jeffrey golden tape but i think he's better than nelson Aguilar, and i think traequan smith if he plays in the slot or whatever, I think he can have a big day. Maybe not he's Golden Tate. Maybe he's not Dallas Goddard. But he's going to have, a, I think, a good day, solid day. And, if you know, Keith Kirkwood, I think, is another player. you got to play. I think he will play a little bit. I think out of the, all the Saints underactive free agents, he will be the one to play. So to me, I think the Saints do have the edge here. And especially have they've been playing of late. Look, as much as you want to say Alshon Jeffrey playing really good and, you know, Golden Tate caught the game when he touchdown, You know, Nelson Aguilar, I just don't think that is better than the Saints. That, that's just my opinion. Maybe some Eagles, you're going to probably go the other way, but I just don't see that. And I'm going to go fully. Saints are better on skill. Onto the O-line group. And I'm going to put it a push here, especially if the Saints are healthy. If the Saints are healthy. I think it's a push. Both are playing at the top level, top three offensive lines. I think these are definitely the best offensive lines in the NFC when you're looking at it. Um, the Rams also have a really good O-line, and so do the Cowboys, but I think these two are better. And... Because Cowboys are a little banged up. The Rams of late hasn't been as good as it was earlier in the season. So to me, I just feel that these online's very top three to me in the league, maybe top five in the league, both really good. And you got to give it to both teams. To get pressure on this Eagles online, maybe you'll have to bring an extra guy. But I think one on one, the Saints may have a little success. Probably not against Lane Johnson or Jason Peters, which I think maybe Lane Johnson they could get something on. Probably not Jason Peters, but to me, you move. Um, Cameron Jordan, maybe interior a little bit. If he has to maybe go up against the left guard, make him go against the left guard with Isaac. Samalu, not as good as a player. You put, get the matchups you want. And I think you'll be able to do that. And I think they'll be able to get some pressure. They probably won't have seven sacks, eight sacks. But if you can get three, four, that'd be a really, really productive day for this, um, Saints defensive line. When look at the Saints. I think they'll be able to stop, especially if they're healthy. I think they'll be able to stop this, um, the D line, the excuse me. For the um, Eagles, I think that when you're looking at it, the Eagles, they do have a pretty good D-line, very good D-line. But to me, it's much better against the run than it is against the pass. A lot of those guys are older and they can't get to the quarterback as much as they used to. They're not at the top of their game. When looking at it, though, I think our line, it's more equal throughout I think the I think our weak link is Andrews Pete and he's not really much of a weak link he would be a good player on a lot of teams but for us I think he's our fifth best when looking at other players I think Unger and um Larry Walford very good players interior so I think we're good in the interior as well as the exterior if Armstead plays and Ramchek, he's just been you know second team all pro really good player there so to me I think that we'll be able to at least not give up a ton of sacks I don't think we'll give up a lot I don't think we'll probably give up one maybe two we give up one or two or not I don't see them getting like ruining this game like Dallas ruined the game against us when they played um in Dallas you know however many weeks ago five six weeks ago you know now it's that's how long it's been since that game and I think when you're looking at it I don't think they'll be able to ruin a game like Dallas did there and I think to me, you just got to get it a push there. I think both the lines are really, really special and they're very good in their own rights. Coming on to the D line. Look, both D lines are very, very good, but I think the Saints have the edge here. They've been able to get to the quarterback a little more. They've been stopping the run a little more. They've just been better slightly in both and I think that will continue in this game. I think they're a very, very good defensive line. Cameron Jordan, Sheldon Rankins, they combine for 20 sacks. Then you have Davenport fully healthy with Alex Okafor, who's I think going to be healthy coming into this game. And I think the Saints will have a lot of success there. On um, Taylor Stallworth, we I mean, look at the interior guys. Also, really good Tyler Davidson, David Onyemata. I think that this team they should have some success, a lot of success here. Um, look, maybe it won't be six sacks, but I think we'll stop the run and get a lot of sacks, at least a decent amount of sacks, on Nick Foles there and just the D line, as we just said. I just don't think they'll be able to get enough pressure to really disrupt this game and bring Drew Brees' passing game to a halt. Even the running, I don't think they'll be able to stop us fully. Maybe they don't we don't have a great running game, but I think we could have a great running game, and I wouldn't be surprised if we run the ball well in this game, excuse me. Um now on to our linebackers. Saints, I think, have a really clear edge. Number one, I think this is the best unit for the Saints all year. Coming into the year, the Saints, a little shaky in the linebacking core, they've been great all year. Gotta give it to Mario Davis, um, Alex Santalone, and also um AJ Klein. Been amazing, and I think that they are a good level, better than Bradham, Graham, and Jordan Hicks. You know, Gro- Gruger Hill. I just think that the Saints are better there. Um, they help the Saints' run game a lot. They're able to guard tight ends. Look what they did to Zach Hertz and Goddard in the first game. You know, um, they were able to stop them, and I think that will continue in this game. And I think they'll be very, very good there. The cornerbacks and the whole secondary, excuse me. And then in our next group, I think the Saints have a clear edge. I just really do a very good edge. I think the Saints, especially of late, they've been maybe a little below average to average, but the Eagles have been one of the worst in the game. Maybe the Saints have been average, maybe, but um, the Eagles, not very good at all. Um, they've been able to go with a lot of passing yards. Um, Trubitsky had a lot. Um, Sean Watson lit him up, basically, in that game, and they were lucky that Nick Foles had a vintage game there, but to me, I just think that Drew Brees will be able to have a very successful game against that secondary, and I think Nick Foles... I think we match matched up really good against this team, and especially on offense against our defense. I think that we can stop Jeffrey with Lattimore. I think we could stop Aguilar with Apple, and I think P.J. Williams could stop Golden Tate. I do think that. And and I think Von Bell, with some help from the linebackers, can stop Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. So I, I think the Saints will have a very successful game with the secondary. I don't think they're going to get lit up by any means. I mean, they're probably going to score some points. But I don't think it's going to be a, a debacle, 35, 30 points. I just don't see that into this game there and then our final group is our special teams and coaching and i think again saints have a very good edge here um jake elliott who was a really good kicker last year this year not having the same success there um when you look at it golden Tate, punt returner Corey clement who's on intro reserves they won't even have his duties on kick returning he'll be probably golden tate um and look that's just to me i'll take what we have maybe equal there when you look at Taysom hill you know the possibility for a block punt um when you're looking at justin hardy the possibility that he's going to run down a guy be amazing on punt that's not a possibility it's going to happen he's going to run down guys on punts as you know and when you look at cameron johnson not a bad punter either you know the australian um kid really he's pretty young there he i think he played for ohio state but um I think that Morse is much better than him, and I think Will Lutz is better than Jake Elliott. So I think the Saints have the edge there. I mean, looking at coaching, I think Sean Payton will get these guys ready to play. And Doug Peterson, really good coach, won um, the Super Bowl last year, got his guys from, you know, not good, under 500 to a playoff. Um, I think they were six and seven, and they went to the playoffs. That's amazing. So give it off to Doug Peterson. But I think Sean Payton is a superior play caller. I think he's superior in getting his guys ready to play. And I think that that's going to help the Saints get this win there. So on to our score prediction. And when looking at this, I do think that maybe in the beginning it stays close, but I think the Saints will pull away in this one. And I think they're going to put up more win 30 points and they're going to get this win 35 to 21 and two touchdown score. I do think the Saints will win double digits here. And look, as much as maybe, you don't want to say that maybe it'll be 35 24, but I think in that 10 to 14 point range, and I think the Saints will get it done here. I think we'll probably be close, maybe. And then the Saints will pull away in the second half. Saints have been a great second half team. I just think the Saints, they're just a better team here. And I think both teams want it. So I don't think the momentum or that the factor that maybe the other team just doesn't seem discipline. I think the Saints are extremely disciplined. They tackle really well. And I just don't see a lot of scenarios where the Eagles win. When you're looking at the scenarios where the Eagles win, number one, if they can stop the Saints passing attack, which with the guys they have right now, they won't be able to. I just think they maybe they're probably not even thinking that they're going to stop him fully. So I think that's one reason. Another one that maybe the Eagles can win is if Nick Foles absolutely goes nutso. 500 yards, whatever it is. And I don't think he'll be able to do that either. So if he, if, if Nick Foles can out Drew Brees, then so be it. But I just don't see that. I don't think Nick Foles will do that. A backup QB. Because that's what he is at the end of the day. As much as people want to say Super Bowl champion, he's still a backup QB. And I don't think it will be enough to beat the Saints. And I think the Saints... Like that Cardinals game, I think the Saints will get a win in double digits there. So, our next segment is our Who Dat Nation fan questions. And we just got one this week, one question. And, look, it was obviously a lot of people were asking it. So, I think we're just going to get right into it. Especially as I did my playoff preview last week. Didn't do so well. But this week, I'll put my picks out at the end of the episode. But first... um the question was what is the saints easiest road to the to the super bowl and when you're looking at it i think they kind of got it um the bears who i think could have beat the saints they're out um the best defense in the nfc is out so i think that's really big i think as much as the cowboys very very good defense i think the saints at home especially already playing the cowboys will have success against them if this i was already getting ready to you know start doing um and start preparing for a preview of saints cowboys Oh, especially when that kick was going up and everything, and it just wasn't meant to be, obviously. We'll see if the Cowboys can win um, against the Rams. But I do think that the Saints, they got their easiest game. I think they match up extremely well against the Eagles, and I think that will continue in this game. And I think they'll be able to get the win. And when you look at the next game, the Rams, they've already beaten the Rams, but to play them twice, they're going to put up probably new things. But I think if we played them twice, I think it's more advantageous for us because they have a lot of you know, trick, trick play, stuff like that. And they won't be able to show that because they showed a lot of it already in the first game. So to me, when looking at it, who would I rather play? It's about equal between Dallas and um, the Rams. I think maybe for the story factor, you go Dallas. Cause I think, I think if we play Dallas again, I think we'd beat them. I don't think we're losing twice to Dallas for sure. So maybe cause I think maybe the Rams, if they had an amazing offensive day, they definitely have the offensive firepower to beat us. Which the Cowboys, I don't think do. I think their defense obviously is good enough to beat us, but I don't think they will be able to stump Sean Payton twice. And I think that's why the Cowboys, I think, may be an easier matchup there. So, with all that said, I think we should start to wrap up this podcast. Um, look, if you like this podcast, like this episode, you can follow us on Twitter at the Hoot at This, on Instagram at Who at Discussion, on Podomatic at the Hoot at Discussion, and also you could subscribe to our YouTube channel our iTunes channel, Google Play channel, Spotify channel, all that fun stuff. We are at the Who Dat Discussion on there. On all those sites, please like, comment, um, rate us, review. All that stuff's really helpful for the growth of this podcast. So just really quickly, my picks for this week. Um, I think that the Colts will beat the Chiefs, as I said. I think that will hold true, and I think the Patriots will go and beat the Chargers as the Patriots are my pick to go out of the AFC into the Super Bowl. So I think on that side that's what's going to be. And Rams Cowboys, I think that's a really interesting one and I think that we don't really know much about it. We don't really know what's going to happen, excuse me. I think it could really go either way. Um I think you can see the Cowboys doing really good on offense and their defense is enough to beat the Rams. I can definitely see that happen. And I could see Dak Prescott have a really good game. I could see Zeke have a really good game because the Rams' defense is not good. And I think the Cowboys' defense maybe will be able to stop that offense. But one thing I will say about um, the Cowboys' defense, they are um, prone to maybe giving up those trick plays. Just the way they play defense, they play very basic and they let their players move around and let the talent speak for itself. And when you get into trick plays, that can get into confusions and they could get beat there. I think it's really, really close. I kind of want to see the Cowboys play the Saints, so maybe I should go Cowboys. But I think the Rams offense will be, I don't know here. It's really tough because McVay doesn't want a playoff game and um, Goff has not played, didn't play good in the last playoff game. Um, I think that definitely they're going to probably try to put up a similar game plan they did against the Saints and they were successful, but that was also at Cowboys. So I think that the Rams will win this one in a very, very close game, but I think that the Rams will pull it out there and the Cowboys, maybe it's one of those big plays that beats them. So that's just what I feel there. And I'm obviously going to go with the Saints um against the Eagles, as is, you know, we had this whole preview on it. So, um, I just want to say, guys, definitely this game's going to be really big, obviously. Win or go home. Definitely, if anyone who's listening is going to the dome, bring the noise. As Alvin Kamara said, you're not just the 12th man, you're the 13th man. You're really two players, and definitely show that. People are scared to play in the dome, and we've seen it on um, the national media. Said it. Players of old players have said it. Veteran players have said it. It's tough to play in there, and definitely show up to have a lot of noise. I know you guys will. And look, I know it's going to be so loud in there. No one will be able to think and just keep that energy up the whole game, no matter how it goes, because it's winter. Go home, and this Saints team to me has a real chance to go to the Super Bowl. And this is this is where the road starts, guys. We win this game. Then we just got to win two more games to hold up that Lombardi trophy. So, with all that said, I wanted to say thank you, prove them right, and hoodat.